fuck all the haters. What's up, you fuckers in Belgium? You're listening to PFP, Practically Friends Podcast, a.k.a. your favorite drunk-ass podcast. <laughs> ah. And everybody else in the world, start emailing, start listening, and then I'll call you out too. PFP. Yeah. All right. So, if you want to support the podcast, please email us at practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com and submit your stories, your opinions, your suggestions, this, that, and other thing. If you want to talk shit, let's do that. Amen, Captain. No, I did hear from Daniel. Um, I actually talked to him, was it, yeah, earlier today. He said he's still trying to do, like, and handle some stuff. So, I wasn't going to press the issue. Yeah, no, I, I just haven't seen nor heard anything about him, so I just wondered. Yeah, he's one of, he's one of the, he's practically one of the friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's part of it. He's a friend of mine. He's a, he's part of it. He's a friend of ours. Say what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that real shit, yo. Butterfly in the sky. Come on. I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading rainbow. You think it's a game? Okay. Yes. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey. Can you go hold on me? Hold on. Hold on. Same old shit. Take a look. Nigga. My nigga. This is the shit I be talking about. You think it's a 
<laughs> what do you think about that? Go get me one of my books. I'll start reading again. Oh, my Lord. God. Now, uh, <laughs> that's something that was, uh, I saved that. <laughs> I saved that months ago. And I just remember that I had it. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Mm. <laughs> okay, so there's a story that I wanted to show you. Okay? Okay. Uh, let me get it primed up here. I am ill-prepared. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. Well, you can always edit this part out. Yeah, I can. Okay. All right. I think we're good. All right. This is an interview with uh, Zach Wild. I want to say, yeah, it's uh, this year with Loudwire. Okay. Now, I'm going to turn the, the computer towards you. So you can actually see it, but the thing is, is that you don't necessarily have to see it to understand what's going on. Yeah. All right. I'll so be, I'll, I'll be back in five seconds and you grab my smokes. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, Mister Nate is back, and now we're gonna play this. Um, like I said earlier, this is what the hell we're. Playing this uh, interview with uh, Zach Wild through Loudwire.com, um, and it's how and it says, "Did drinking save Zach Wild's life?" Oh, I want you to hear this. In August 2009, you were hospitalized due to blood clots. After the hospitalization, you stopped drinking alcohol and haven't drank since. Yeah, it was just uh. You know, he just, um, Look the doc, I, you know, with, with the blood clots, I said, well, doc, I, uh, I said, well, how do, how do I get this? I, I go, blood clots. I figure you get this way when you're like 80, 90 years old, you get blood clots. He right. goes, well, no, Zach, he goes, you know, I mean, you can get it if you're a truck driver, if you're, you know, airplane pilot, you know, if you're stationary in any, any, at length of time, sure, you know, sure. You, you could be susceptible to it. I said, "Wow!" I go, "Well, I don't really don't do that much." Sit. I go, you know, "I work out, do cardio, lifting. I'm on stage for the two hours, whatever it is, hour and a half we do, whatever." And he, he goes, "I go, but then again, I thought about it. I go, well, when I'm practicing, I'm sitting down. And when we're at the piano, you're sitting down. Then when me and you were at the Irish pub, we're sitting down. Yeah. Then we're back to practicing, we're sitting down. Then when we're back at the Irish pub, we're sitting down. Then when we're back at the Irish pub, we're sitting down. So, you know, I go, yeah, there was kind of a lot of sitting down going on. I go, but he goes, let me Hell ask you, yeah. Zach. He goes, did, did your parents have this? I said, well, I don't know, Doc. I said, they're both up in God's Tavern, so I can't tell you whether uh, I got it from my mom and dad. And he just goes, well, I don't know how to say this. And I had the immortal beloved with me when I was at the doctor's office. And she goes, I don't know how to say this because as a doctor, I don't think it's right, but if you got this from your parents as if this was hereditary, then that means all your years of drinking and thinning your blood may have saved your life. You and really I, turned say the, that? I turned to the immortal blood and I said, see, drinking is good for something. So I just... Uh, she, she didn't laugh at all. But. 
there was no laughter in the peanut no, gallery. So, no. uh, but anyways, <laughs> but anyways, uh, oh, that no. was the, yeah, that was the that was pretty much the end of the uh, the drink and run for that one. And you know, because people always ask, they say, Zach, do you you have to have a good support system with it. You know, I mean, now that you're not drinking anymore. And I said, well, yeah. I said I do. I said the fellas, you know, we're out on the road. They go, hey, look at Zachy. You know, we had a great drinking partner for twenty plus years. It was a good run. We won several championships. Right. Several world titles. You went to several Pro Bowls. Listen, it's a shame you can't drink anymore. But listen up, we'll be at the Irish pub. Come pick us up in about an hour and a half. We gained a designated driver, jerk off. So that was pretty much about it. And uh, yeah, I just have a good black label cry every now and then and just go oh. in the corner. So, uh, so, but uh, no, I haven't had a stitch of alcohol since then, man. There you go. There's some facts I, for I you. I do sniff a lot of glue and I. Uh, and I, and I do the Viagra, you do the Kim chips, Kardashian. Paint chips as well. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> the crunchy ones. I like them. I spread the them on my ones. eggs. You know, it's good. It's protein. And, you, you know, and the results are pretty much the same. I wake up in the morning with my pants around my ankles, and the fellas all tell me I had a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, man? I don't know. That's funny as hell. But think about that. Like, yeah. if he hadn't drank, then he probably would have been dead. See? Drinking is good for something. <laughs> no, I isolated that. See? See, I'm a pro now. I fucking did prep Yeah. on this fucking episode, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah you are. I'm, prou See? I'm proud of Drinking you. Drinking is good for something. Both. Both. No, it looks like I'm trying to suck a gypsy's dick. <laughs> no, but, uh... Hold up, hold up. No, but think about that. Uh, it thinned his blood enough to where, like, he actually... It, <laughs> it could only happen to a rock star. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was wondering... All right, I go to work, and I walk all day. Yeah. But then I come home and sit on my ass in front of the TV. Well, so do I, and so did Dad. And Dad was sitting his ass on a fucking forklift all day, you know, 10 to yeah. 12 hours a day. I didn't know he ran a forklift. Yeah. He would go down on the line, you know, like every now and then, but... Yeah, like, uh, he was mostly sitting on the, uh, forklift. And I did that when, uh, I first met you. Remember? Over there at Johnson Controls? Yeah. I was on the forklift all night long. When I worked, like, during the nights and all that. Yeah, and you'd, uh, what, when you, uh, stayed with me, too? Yep. And, like... Definitely. When you come home at like 2 or 4 in the morning? Yeah, because remember I'd uh, have my BMX bike locked into the back of my truck. And I'd, I'd go ride for a little bit on the way home at the uh, skate park. I remember those days. Those were some good days. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, those were good days. You know, maybe we can have a reminiscing episode. What do you mean? Just about when we first met. 
Okay, you want to do that now, or do you want to do it on the next episode? I mean, we can. Or, I mean... Or, I mean, is there a way to... No, we could stop this episode and then continue on later. I'm trying to think about the first time I met you. I think it was in... No, it was at... uh, Not... uh, It was uh, at the other, like, the Courtney's place. Yeah, her. Yeah, that that, uh, apartment complex not far down the road, right? Yeah. um, um, Iron and Point. Off of, like, Grantline Road. Something or another. And I remember we were all, like, what, like, cross-legged, like, sitting down in, like, a certain room. I remember, like, red furniture. Yeah. Something or another. And for some reason, I really liked the feng, sh- the feng, feng shui, shui yeah. in the apartment. I really liked it. Just and I don't it. fuck with fairies. <laughs> hey, that doesn't... I ain't no fucking fairy. But... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. But... No, I'm loving this. Go ahead. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Sorry, it was just disturbing my train of thought. No, you're good. Because um, I know where where and when and how I met A. A. Yeah. And I know I already told you, for some reason, I didn't like you when I first met you. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah. I already told you this. I I think you and I were both uh, drunk when Probably. I told you. But I did not like you. Why? When I first met you. Why'd you say that? I don't know if it was your demeanor. I was probably out of place, so I was kind of like, you know, I didn't know anybody up here. Yeah, maybe, so, maybe that was it. Yeah. I just kind of thought you were a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You heard it here first, folks. And A was my best friend at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, which, hey, you're here, here, folks. Who am I still in contact with? This Ooh. asshole right here. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's actually kind of funny. It's one of those things. I can't put my fucking finger on it. You know? You just had a bad vibe. Yeah. From me. I mean, it could be a number of things. It could be like me being, you know, like out of place. It could be, you know, not knowing anybody. It could be, hell, maybe I just had a chip on my shoulder at that time. Who knows? Maybe I still do. <laughs> we all do, but I guess. No, and then one thing uh, I said, I remember. Um. So we're we're talking about music or something, and uh, I think you mentioned Mudvayne, and I'm like, oh yeah, I love Mudvayne. That is right. I remember that, and. Uh, Mudvayne and Still Reserve is yeah. how I remember meeting you. And fucking, uh, 
which I mean to this day I still love Mudvayne. Mm-hmm. But fucking um, you uh sat uh or I mean you're sitting there, but fucking god damn it! It was probably in Courtney's place. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just trying to get my facts straight so I don't get anything. Didn't they wrong. have some fish? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Why why am I thinking of like Okay, continue. I'm sorry. But uh I mentioned something I was like um You know, all of a mud vein, but Ryan Martini just seems out of place. And, and that's man. when we started talking. Yeah. But it's it's like you just looked at me and went, uh-uh. <laughs> Don't say that. Ryan Martini's a fucking hero of mine. Is that when you didn't like me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it wasn't even that. It was before that, but you're just like, Don't say that. Ryan Martini is a fucking hero of mine. He is. He's great. No, I I, I know. But he, at that, he at is at great, that point, but I maybe I I probably came off a little strong. So, <laughs> but th- there are people in certain bands that, and this is kind of going off subject a little bit. No, go ahead. But that don't look like they belong. In is that, that what band. you meant? Yeah. Like Ryan Martini is like in the band Mudvayne, but he he belongs like with Satriani or something. Maybe. Like he, he belongs with like what band do you think uh Martini would be better in? That I don't know. You're t- like I like he, hearing he, you he, hearing you say that now, I'm thinking of like 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 uh, Joe Satriani, Joe Bonamassa, something like that. You I, know, I think I might have got an idea. He, at that time period of Mudvayne's career, he, he was like, too good for the band. Maybe he almost looked like he belonged in like maybe Red Hot Chili Peppers or Pearl Jam. I'm going to say no to both. I want to say that, like, maybe he didn't belong in that image is what you're trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he he probably, like, he he conformed to the image because he was in that band, and those guys are tight. Those guys are really fucking tight. I mean, um, for example, there was that, there was that uh, that DVD that I used to watch every fucking night. It's either that one or the Kill Switch Engage DVD. And uh, before they went up on stage, you know, like Ryan Martini was putting, you know, like liquid cement on his fingers, you know, to keep his nails from falling off because he was playing so fucking hard. And then not only that, but all the band members were shaving each other's necks. You know, like to get rid of the creepy man neck, you know? Yeah. 
And and see, and that's why I say it's like if you don't shave your boy's neck, <laughs> then you ain't a real dude, man. No, but uh, yeah, but like, and, uh, but you're you're talking about like, like he, that that's what I was trying to get back to is like, he's really tight with the rest of the band members, right? Now, if it was a less than if if the chemistry was less than, then he would right. have probably went to somewhere else, right? Is right. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um and another band that is really fucking tight, I mean real tight. Like this. Tight like prom night. Is a slipknot. Oh yeah. And uh that's why they took so long to say that they had a new drummer, which is Jay Weinberg. How how long did it take them? Well, like two, three years? Something like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, and uh, cause, and then uh, after Paul Gray died, like they... The they, clown, right? No, he, he won the clown. God, fuck. God damn it. I'm sorry. Sean Crahan is the clown. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, he is. Paul Gray is the... Um, he was the bass player. But they got a new bass player. And it, it wasn't this guy. No. Yeah. And it took them even longer to announce his name. Yeah. Oh, I remember... I remember... <laughs> dude, when I was starting... To, I was first starting getting into like like heavy metal and stuff, and I first met Justin, you know. Right. And it's like, and he had all the DVDs, you know, like the the kill. He got the Kill Switch DVD as soon as it came out, and right. he, he had like multiple Slipknot. I'd ask him, he's like, "Can I borrow your Slipknot DVD?" He's like, "No, <laughs> you can come over and watch it, but you're never not going to borrow it." Um. But the thing is, is that I remember watching those, man, and it's like that, and then um, like the the Pantera VHSs. I don't know if you've ever seen those. No, I haven't. Oh, my God. You think Jackass is Jackass? You think CKY, which made Jackass, is Jackass? Look at fucking, <laughs> dude, Pantera's. Pantera has three VHSs out, I think. Three, I believe. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. it, it is amazing. But, like, um, that really, like, um, really put the lifestyle up on a pedestal for me. You know, like. Whether I don't, I didn't care, like, because I originally wanted to be a drummer, right? Right. And I walked up with a fucking brown bag full of, like, change and money, and I was about $80 short to get even the weakest drum set at uh, Sam Ash, right up the Right up the street from my uh, my house. So instead of that, 
Justin was like, why don't you just play bass? It's like, what's that? <laughs> and I got one. And dude, and I and I learned the entire album of Toxicity from System of Down. Good nu- album. Nu- numerous albums from um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then I really, I really tried to get like the the fundamentals from a lot of Green Day albums. You know, uh, like scales. You know, like the like the the pattern, this that and their thing. Yeah, because Green Day is a very bass heavy band. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell whenever there's a bass-heavy band, man. And Mudbang. Why do, why do you think I love Sons of Texas so much? But, Very bass-heavy. And just like uh, Mudbang, they're a bass-heavy band, too. Oh, dude. You don't even... Sometimes you don't even fucking recognize the, uh, the actual uh, guitarist. But I remember... Uh, a friend of mine got me a bootlegged version of Guitar Pro, I think. And I spent, I think I, I think I spent three and a half weeks learning the actual proper way to play dig and not falling. I love both those songs yeah. so much. I, I learned how, the proper way to play both of those. But I think I was sitting in front of my computer, like with no amp, trying to learn the proper, like, like pop and snap, whatever. Right. Of dig for three and a half weeks. And then I walked into practice one day and I started doing it. And here's the thing. Remember, I was supposed to be a drummer. Right. I ended up being a bassist. Justin taught me. We got a we got a drummer, Chris Sorensen. Remember him, Chris? That we had we had on we had him on another episode. I don't know if I was here then. Uh, well, for y'all listeners, he was on there. So like. The thing is, like, I we're might, pra- I might have been upstairs. We upstairs. we were practicing in my my fucking garage, or whatever. And I remember it's like, ding, 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 ding. and then I was look. Here's the problem: is that I was looking for approval from Justin, and he's like, ding, 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 ding. like I should have already known it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, is that I, uh, it was kind of nice because it was kind of like the same instance in which, hold on, probably the same kind of mentality in, in which, you know, throwing me out to the wolves when it, when it comes to like, like my profession welding, you know, don't cuddle me, you know. Because then you're just going to think that everything is going to be handed to you. Right. You know? He, he always expected more from me. Justin. And that's why I right. want him on, on the podcast. And I think that's the only reason that I'm as good as I am today. Or, I, well, good as I was. How's that? 
No, but I mean, yeah, dude. I miss those days. Man, I miss those days. That was fun as hell. We would play Slipknot and Mudvayne and um, what was that? Between uh, Coal Chamber and stuff in in the uh, in my garage yeah. while my mom was trying to sleep. You know, I, w- I would and, tell you and, one thing: I, I don't care for Coal Chamber. Yeah, me neither. Not anymore. But like bleeding through and stuff. But like I'd I'd walk in to try and get waters for the guys, you know. Yeah. And my mom would be sleeping. It's like, mom, are we being too loud? And she's like, no. And I know we were being way too loud. But she knew that we were there, doing something other than. Yeah, out doing drugs. Exactly. Instead of getting in trouble, we were jamming out in the garage. Yeah. Hell, and it was that in that same garage where we uh, we met Tyler, the uh, the lead singer. Remember, I told you about him. He was like, he was probably about a foot taller than me, like blonde bowl cut, big old Coke bottle glasses, skinny as a fucking rail, right? He's like, <laughs> you know, but all of a sudden you hear him. He's fucking awesome. Dude, the first show that we ever did with him, there was no lyrics. No lyrics whatsoever. And he was like, here's the lyrics. There's Kyle and a microphone. I can see the moon and stars. You are getting out of the porter potty. You know, just like screaming random shit that he was just looking at. You know? But, like, way better than, you know, like, like real screamo hardcore shit. Yeah. And it sounded so goddamn good. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we're keeping him. I, I've been trying to get him on the podcast as well. Tyler Ford. Tyler Ferguson. I, I see you there. Ferguson. 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 Man, I'm reminiscing. But, and my family's not rich or anything, but lately I have been missing my childhood. Just me. Summers in my childhood, going up to the lake house yeah. in a Michigan. My family has already done that once. Tell me this. There's a certain smell, right, once you get up there? There's a smell that's in your head. If you know, if you get to that right spot and you smell it, it's like, oh, we're here, right? Oh, I can smell it right now. Like in your head, you can smell it. Yeah. Yeah. And going up there, swimming to the lake, fishing with my granddaddy. Yeah. Maybe that's why I've been so nostalgic. Maybe that's why I've been watching Married with Children. Married with Children always makes me think of, like, if my mom and dad stayed together. And the aesthetic of the entire set makes me think of this house, you know, when I was growing up. But 
I don't want that to be a whole point of the conversation. I mean, I'm just thinking and I'm just Dude, talking. hey, you're a co-host. It's content. If you don't want it on there, we can take it out later. Just talk to me. But I've been missing that a lot lately. Maybe that's... Missing what exactly? Just going up there every summer and... I hated the car ride because it's a six-fucking-hour car ride. Are you one of the ones that uh, grew up to where you were in the back window? No. I was. I would throw pretzels. <laughs> I'm the oldest. Oh, so, yeah, you were up front. Lucky. But, again, back to what you are talking about. You're... What do you... What, like, what's... What's bringing this up? Like, what's prompting this feeling? Like, the time of year, or? Maybe. Well, no, I'm just trying to get back to... All right. My, my, uh... I'm trying to figure out, like, why... Why are you thinking about it so much right now? Not saying it's bad. It's just a smell, and the smell of seaweed. So what do you mean by the smell? Like the smell that's happening here local? No, when you actually buy an actual lake, it has a different smell. It does. It does. But I'm saying like, I'm asking you why it's like more, is there something in the air right now? No, no, no. Okay. I just miss my childhood. You're just reminiscing. Yeah. But there's no trigger that you can think of? No. I just... Hmm. I miss my childhood is all. Don't we all? You know, and I'm... I'm Dude, childhood was the best. Jesus Christ. In three and a half goddamn years, I won't be fucking 40. You know? And you, you remember whenever you were growing up, right? I'm sure it was the same thing with you and with me and with everybody that's listening, probably. It's like while you're growing up and, like, you you think you have it so hard. And it's like your parents are like, oh, enjoy being a kid. Enjoy being a kid. This, that, and their thing. And you always, like, shrug it off. This, that, and their thing. It's like, oh, I want to be a grown-up so I can make money. Yeah, and I was always like... Fucking please. And I was always like... No, stay a fucking kid. I wish I could go back to being a kid, man. I mean, Jesus Christ. Can't I have that fucking Robin Williams Jack syndrome? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He looks like a 40-year-old man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good shit right there. I mean, goddamn. Oh shit. Um um what? We might be able to talk to Pete. Who's Oh, uh um I'm fine. Jo- How about Joe's you? dad? <laughs> yeah. All right. Pete. Oh, I, li- I, li- I like Pete. He's funny. Oh, he's hilarious, <laughs> this guy. I'm fun. How about you? 
follow up with you. You want to get people following you, you have to be Italian. Is <laughs> <laughs> what he said. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'm not Italian. I have to act Italian, apparently. All right, then I guess we. Hey, oh! I got goose. Always on the phone on you. Something like that. <laughs> I watched The Sopranos. I watched Goodfellas. But, yeah, let's see. Uh, you know what? Why don't we just try and fucking dry call him? Cold call him. He's online right now. I'll probably take this out, but. Before, and take this out if you want to. What? Oh. You're already calling him. Never mind. No, no, say it, say it quick. I'm sick and goddamn tired of people showing me pictures of their fucking babies and grandkids. Yeah, nobody cares about I mean, people that I work with a goddamn fucking... Always fucking do that. And I'm always like, I don't care. thing is that I know that if I had a kid, I'd be just as guilty. Oh, I'd like, be like, oh, dude, my kid, you know? But I'd be the kid's uncle, though. So I'd probably brag about the kid, too. Yeah, but still. Oh, there is one thing that's actually kind of bothering me. You know my friend Tammy that I work with? The one that you had the crush on, or no? No, I don't have a crush on her at all. Tammy, the the one that remind me which one is that? She's the one that encouraged me to reapply. And okay, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, I definitely know who you're talking about now. And she said tomorrow is going to be her last day for a while. Her last day for a while. Yeah, she's dealing with problems at home. And she's going to live in Seymour for a while. Social health? I mean, like, what's going on? Or do you not know? I don't know. I didn't ask. I mean, it's not my business. You know? You're right. You're right about that. Well, I mean. But she's a very dear friend of mine. And I don't, I don't know. Well, we're going we're gonna, to. Hope that she comes back strong. Yeah. I'm probably definitely going to have to take her name out of here. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some editing that has to be done because I don't yeah. want her name out there. But she told me that today. Well, but yeah, our thoughts are going to go go with her and for her. And uh, 100%. When she told me that, I was like, well, you better keep a fucking touch with me. And she was like, oh, you know I will. Trying to cold call a friend of mine. What, did she ignore it? No, it's my friend Julio. I freaking taught him how to weld, man. Julio. Julio. So almost, almost reminds me of Rufio. Rufio. Remember the movie Hook? That was the funniest thing, though, when uh, 
before I was living here, when I came uh, over and hung out and uh, Duran came over, yeah, I uh, looked at him. He was wearing, like, all white, like an all white track suit or some shit. Well, that means he's successful. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him, I was like, maybe he had jeans on, but he had a white t-shirt and a white jacket on I don't know maybe maybe white pants I can't remember that but <laughs> maybe white pants white pants white pants I, I looked at him and I'm like Durant how do you keep your clothes so white and he goes I just don't hang around dirty ass people <laughs> I was like alright well, if you want to cold call someone, is there someone that I know? My mom. <laughs> oh, she don't want to be on here. Even though I love your mother. Yeah, but she don't know nothing. <laughs> no, uh, did your mom go down back down to Florida? Yeah, her and Cliff. Let's, let's give it a shot. Ugh. Your button, you too. I don't think she wants to talk to me. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fast! But also, it'd be the perfect time to tell her about C. No, she's gone. Ain't no reason to talk to tell her about that. No reason. She's already, she's way too. Stressed about moving back up here? No, no. I'll tell her on my own time. She does not need that in her life right now. What the actual fuck? Well, let's take a break. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back. All right. Well... Now she'll fucking call back, think something's wrong. Goddamn right she will. <laughs> she'll, she'll probably think I try to attempt murder on her baby. <laughs> no. You see this? No, I, I don't see it. That's Mom and Cliff right there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's Mom and Cliff right there. Cliff was a handsome fucker, wasn't he? Yeah, your mom kind of looks like Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, yeah. You should see us. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I had I had to <coughs> I had to grow up with um, her glamour shots. You know, like in like the nineties and eighties, whatever. Like the glamour shots. Yeah. The glamour shots all up in her room. It's like, sorry, but we breed gorgeous women in my. <laughs> mm. the what the fuck happened to you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I truly don't know. Jesus. That's a little baby. Oh, that was April's baby. Oh, I don't know April had kids. Yeah, she's got two daughters. Oh. 
No, I don't know. For some reason, I thought just Brandy had kids. Now, uh, April has two daughters. Um, I'm not going to say their names. That, yeah, don't. Yeah. But um, she actually had kids later on in life, but, like, in, like, quick, like, like, like back to back, like back to yes, back to back, and um, with uh, you know, and they're doing really well. That's the whole thing. Just, just April's the golden child. Seems like a fine young man. He is, because um, I remember like trying to like maybe feel him out a little bit. Yeah. I may have told this on the podcast before. But um like it was when I was still down in Florida, you know, like live with mom and stuff. Right. And I got and uh I convinced them to come out to the uh the bar right around the corner, which was the uh the British Clam. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mentioned this bar plenty. So how old were you? Um, I mean, I'm just curious. I'm wondering. It had been like, what, like seven years ago? No, no, hold on. Had it been before I was dating C. So about ten years ago. Yeah. Huh. So the thing is, is that I convinced them to come over to my, you know, <laughs> my little deluge and um i kept on feeding sh uh red stag shots to uh to, f to figure out if he was cool or not guess yeah. who sh guess who shows up who uh the captain of the time bandit from uh, the deadliest catch oh cat captain jonathan jonathan yeah captain john God, I thought you were about to tell me that someone from the cast of, of a Time Bandit showed up. I was about to get excited. No, no. Like, the thing is, is that uh, Captain John uh, Strahan, is that is that right? No. But Captain John from the Time Bandit, he was a, uh, he was a regular, actually, and, um, not only that bar, but the bar that I ended up going to afterwards, right down the road. And I left April and her new husband, the cop. Yeah. Drinking with Captain John. I came home, and the thing is, is that the whole plan was is that the next morning is that we were all going to go out to the, uh, the Amish place for breakfast. And, uh, oh, I bet you they make the best breakfast. Oh, it was the best. <clears throat> but check this place out. Check this shit out. Is that we had, you know, like one of those like inflatable mattresses that are like, like two and a half feet tall. Yeah. You know, I get up in time for breakfast and he's like, uh, <laughs> I crawl into bed with him and was like, come on. 
get up. He's like, no. <laughs> so me, my mom, and uh, my sister, and uh, I think they only had one kid at the time, went out to uh, Miller's to uh, get Amish breakfast, and it was awesome. But then ever since then, will uh, not only send me shit about Red Stag, he's like, hey, they have Red Stag over here, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Not only that, but um, <laughs> oh, man. He'll send me some shit like that, like that whole like stereotypical, like memes like, "Ooh, I heard you're welding. I'm gonna get you a grinder for Christmas," you know, like all that shit. So, no, he he's good. He's a good guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, I want to. That's the sound of the police. We need to get him on here one of these times and like show him some of these like. Bugazi ass like cop videos and like asked like okay was there something done wrong good what's going on tell us give us give us the ins and outs you know one of these days we're gonna try and get that for you folks and here's another thing that I really hate everyone is hating on cops yeah which, mind you, they'll be the first one, if there's a problem... To call the cops. To call the cops. Yep. There's, there'll be a cigarette butt dropped on the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to call the cops. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And that's a bunch of goddamn fucking bullshit. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry. I support the blue. I support them. I mean, why not? I mean, here's all. Okay, this is getting into a touchy subject. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I get what you're saying. I mean, we don't have to deep dive into it or anything. But well, I mean, let's look at. Look at it this way. Um, everybody needs nutrients, right? right? As a as a human being. Correct. Okay, let's simplify it to the point to where you can get your nutrients from an apple tree. All right. Apples can fall far from the tree. Yes. And they can hurt you. Yes. That doesn't mean all apples are bad. That's all I'm going to say about that. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And the thing is, is that that's trying to simplify it to the point where, you know, like people can actually like sit down and actually think about it. But when it comes to the actual, like, this is why I don't like talking about political shit and stuff here on the podcast. You know, I mean, everybody has their own rights and beliefs. That's what we 
strive to build, build right. here, you know. Um, but the thing is, is that <sighs> this is really hard to do without taking a side. Because that's my ultimate goal, is not to take a side. Because, like, I don't believe in, in the bipartisan, bi, uh, was it, uh, bipartisan, I don't believe in dual parties. You know, that's not what we, we were supposed to have. You know? Right. I mean. Democrats, I, uh, Republicans, that's not what we were supposed to have. If you re, if you do your do due diligence and do your research on the history and stuff on the forefathers the bipartisan bipartisan shit was never supposed to happen never and that's why i don't support it i don't support any party i support individuals because that's what the country was built upon exactly you know but anyways I digress. There's people become policemen. Humans become policemen. Humans, people, they all have faults. Yeah, Everybody they're, they're has faults. Everybody makes mistakes. I don't care if you're a welder. I don't care if you're an electrician or a policeman. Or a fireman, or what Reta- have you? Anything. I mean, a everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, right? Granted, some of those mistakes will carry on a lot more than you know, as compared to other professions. But the thing is, is that you cannot judge one cop. For another from cop. from a single person's actions, okay? Yes, you can uh, try and make things better when it comes to like um, training and screening and you know like protocol and stuff like that. Yes, that's how we develop as a society. But that doesn't but do- always weed them out. It doesn't mean that all cops are bad cops. Uh, that's like saying, like, again, going back to the apple tree. That's saying one bad apple means the entire tree needs to be burned down. That's why I hated all the fucking uh, ACAP thing. All cops are bastards. I didn't even hear about that. No, it was a group. I haven't heard anything about them for a while. But, yeah, it was called ACAB. Never all, heard them at all. All cops are bastards. Well, I mean, that, that's almost as as, um, as single-minded as, like, the person around the street. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. If, if when you deal in absolutes, you absolutely will lose. Okay? Hitler, right. Mussolini. Yes, exactly. When you deal with absolutes, 
you will absolutely be dealt. I think is the quote. I'm I'm probably murdering the, the actual um, quote, but yeah. When you deal with absolutes, only evil deal deals with absolutes. Some, I think that's closer to the actual um, saying. But like uh It all started with uh, what happened with uh, George Floyd. Um, lately, yes, this generation—that's when it started in yeah. this in this era. And what happened to it him? It didn't start with him. It picked up speed with him. That that yeah, uh, yes yes I think everybody with a regional. A rational state of mind will know what we mean by that, what my uh, co-host means by that. Go ahead. And what happened to him was absolutely wrong. Ludicrous. Derek Chauvin should not have put his knee on his fucking neck. Absolutely. I am completely against that. Yeah. It's fucking terrible and goddamn appalling. Makes you sick. It does. I mean, it makes me sick just to fucking think about it. But because of one goddamn cop's actions, you you shouldn't think that's, oh. One, one bad apple doesn't mean yeah. you cut down the tree. What, what, what cop did that? Oh. I fucking hate cops. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like one bad apple doesn't mean you cut down the tree. Yeah. And it's... It's sad. It's sad. It's like everybody now, not only is everybody trying to have their like 15 minutes or like whatever, you know, everybody thinks they have a voice. And yes, you do. But not everybody has to be heard. You have to be educated and enlightened to be heard. And that's the thing, is that everybody thinks that they're enlightened and they need to be heard. And it's not the fucking case. No. Okay, look look at this. For example, I'm sorry. For example, look at this fucking podcast, okay? I'm sorry. I'm about to go off on a fucking thing right now. Oh, I'll, I'll go on, go off with something after you. Listen to this, okay? This fucking podcast, all right? Who's fucking listening to me? I have no idea. I'm not getting in emails. What is the goddamn point of me doing this? I'm doing this for my own good, for me and my co-host to fucking talk, right? Yes, everybody has a voice. This is a perfect example on why we have everybody has a voice. But get this, this podcast may never, ever be as big, you know, as like worldwide or anything like that. You know why? Because we're not (laughs) that educated. We're just talking our minds. Who cares about our opinions, right? The people that choose to listen, choose to listen. That's the beauty of it. 
right? Now, all these other motherfuckers that go up and, like, seriously try and suck the media's dick to get their five minutes, that's disgusting to me. And that's what's going to be... That's going to be the downfall of us all. I think so. And the thing is, is that this, like, it needs to be a passive informational gateway. You know, the internet and podcasts, this, that, and the other thing. A passive, not trying to get the next biggest headline and not trying to get your face or your voice on the next. It makes me fucking sick. I'm running out of verbs and, and analogies. Take it away. We'll talk. Hell, next thing you know, they'll fucking try to cancel. And this is going to go, go on about cancel culture. Yeah. Fuck. That's a whole other fucking thing, too. Fuck cancel culture. I cancel cancel culture. I mean, it is the most ridiculous Bullshit that they have ever fucking came up with. The thing is that it wasn't, and and that's the thing. It's a hive mind, or not even a hive mind. The cancer culture just happened because of instant communication worldwide, right? That is the cause of it, right? Yeah. Whatever you say, (laughs) you see here. we're, We're going full circle here. You can say whatever you want, and nobody will censor you, except for the court of uh, social court. You know, like the uh, what? What's the term I'm looking for here? Um, the uh, 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 political opinion, something other. But like, it's like, yeah, you can make an ill-advised joke before, and then. Everybody has a goddamn voice, and everything has to get so goddamn, like, put into so many fucking squares and shit. And, and, and they fucking get all butthurt about it fucking 10 years down the fucking road. It's just, it's pitiful. It's pitiful because they're, all they're trying to do is, is trying to get their voice heard. And you know what the problem is? You know what the uh, ultimately the problem, what caused this, in my opinion? What's up, buddy? Everybody trying to go to college. Everybody was told, oh, you have to go to college. You have to go to college. Right? Right. And then guess what happens? Um, maybe some of them get jobs, but then guess what the other ones do? Teach college. And then... People's fucking ideas get so corrupt and like so like like in like wound wound up to where like people going to college to find themselves and like really and then they have no idea how it feels to have dirt underneath their fucking nails. That's the problem. Yeah, because none of those motherfuckers realize that their shit actually fucking stinks. Exactly. And the thing is, everybody's going to college. Everybody needs to go to college. Uh, why do you think you're in fucking debt now? Because everybody went to college. Yes. Guess what? There's like maybe 300,000 welders 
in our nation, we need like at least five times that. I mean, and I'm I'm just saying that from a welder's point of view. But and also, hey. all these people are like, oh, philosophical and like college fucking grads and shit, but they actually have no idea how the real world works. They 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 don't. They're completely fucking blind to it. Exactly. And fucking That's up. why I hate engineers. Because I'm out there in the shit, get my hands dirty, and then they come out here and, you know, it's like, oh, well, this needs to be like this. It's like, okay, says who? You drawing lines on a goddamn computer? You don't know what the fuck we have to do. Oh, man, we're going off on a tangent here. And fucking, uh, but hey, I do got to say one thing. What's that? You're a welder. I work in retail. We're doing all right for ourselves. Yeah, we are. We ain't going hungry. Goddamn right. <laughs> I mean, it's just common sense, man. It's like people rely on on uh, college to, like, find themselves. You know how you find yourself? Blood, sweat, and tears. That's how you find yourself. Oh, I know who I am. Well, I mean, I still don't know who I am, I think. I just had a therapy session <laughs> today. I don't think I know who I am. I'm saying I know who I am. I'm a grumpy-ass old man. Yeah. But, I mean, I love my life. I love living here. I'm happy. That's all you can ever ask for, man. Don't worry about let them do them. Yeah. You know? And I mean, the only thing I ever ask is just leave me the fuck alone. You know, don't bother me too much. My old man had a good, had it figured out. <laughs> Stay the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, what you mean? You That's pretty much what we're doing now. Which, I mean, you leave me alone. And shit like that. I mean, that's all I want. I just... All right. I think uh, it's time for us to cut the episode down, I think. We just kiss an hour. Nate, thank you so much for sitting in and talking to me. You're welcome. It was a good-ass conversation, man. Hey, uh, and before I leave, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that was episode 35. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to all of our rants. And um, by now, I really hope that you guys know where to find us at. And I hope to hear from you. Please don't be shy. Email us at practicallyfriendspodcast.com. Uh, Never, ever be shy. Let me redo that. Practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So... Hopefully we'll, 
uh, hear from you. And, and I, I'm looking forward to uh, replying to some of these emails. And we we love each and every one of you.